Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks of all ages, FreakNet Studio probably brings to you, it is the greatest tag team in podcast history, the original freak travesty, Mr. 33% Dizzle J, this is Just Freaking Wrestling! Alright guys, it's that time again to step in the ring with the greatest tag team in podcast history. Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travis D. Uh, Dizzle J. And if Dizzle J sounds weird, it's because Dizzle J is in the fucking desert. The, the desert? The fucking desert, where uh, where phone reception is at a minimum. Yeah, it kind of sucks out here. All right, it's because it's the fucking desert, Jay. It's the fucking and desert. People be calling me. My phone doesn't <laughs> even ring. <laughs> but Desert Jay is on the show this week uh, because he, again, like I mentioned uh, on last week's show, he's off across the country doing some work and shit like that. That's why he wasn't on the show last week. But um, he's here. I We're gonna. It. He did. He did. But it's okay. I got through it and uh, I did some shit. I, I I did results, and I'm not going to lie, uh, I didn't do impact results, and I cared very little on the AEW results. It looks like a lot of the viewers are caring very little about the AEW results themselves, too. So. Yeah, yeah, AEW is not, uh, not pe- um, I th- I, it feels like they peaked, but I, I think it's still one of those whole, like, you know, too early to tell things. Uh, I did notice, I think their next pay-per-view has sold out already. But we'll dive into AEW results, uh, as we will uh, all other results and everything. We're going to recap the match card for uh, SCW uh, Christmas Bash that's happening today. Uh, nice. Yeah. And then, obviously, uh, we're bringing back the freaking five, because we didn't do that last week. Dizzle J's uh, match of the week. Uh, and uh, the final freaking thought and all that stuff. But before we dive into all of that, I just want to remind all of you that this episode of Just Freaking Wrestling is brought to you by Audible.com. If you're just like me and you're a huge fan of stories and learning about history, just not a huge fan of reading the, the books yourself, Audible is the best place for you. It's a one-stop shop for a thousand titles to choose from. And you know what? As of right now, during this holiday season, and actually year-round, because that's how sponsorships fucking work, if you go to <laughs> audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today, you get a 30-day free trial of Audible. On top of that, you get a credit towards your first book purchase. Now, I know uh, a lot of us, we're going to have a lot of traveling this holiday season as Christmas is right around the corner, so we're going to be stuck in a car for a few hours. And what better way to enjoy that car ride is with a free book from Audible. And you can get all that by going to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today. Yeah, that's kind of a, a free book by freaknet, though. That's a freaknet free book. It is. Freaknet free book. Freaknet free book. I like by that. Freak... That sounds great. Fuck yeah. All brought to him by Freaknet Studios. Freaknet Studios. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Jay. Let's uh, let's go ahead and do the um, the freaking five here. So the freaking five this week was uh, picked by T, and it asked mm-hmm. if the Forgotten Sons expanded their group, who would you like to see it? Mm-hmm. So, uh, with that being said, go ahead, T. I'll turn it over to you. Unless you want yeah. me to do mine first. No, no, I got it here. So, uh, so real wrestling fans, we posted up there on that Facebook page. Uh, we got a couple responses here. Um, Austin, uh, went ahead and stated the whole concept of I'd keep the three that are already there, which there was no question on getting rid of the three. It's adding on to the three. But he included those three in his list, and he also included Eric Young and Matt Hardy, and wanted Matt Hardy to join as the leader. Yeah, and then Danny, um, he mentioned that the whole basis of the Forgotten Sons is due unto others with a rugged mentality. So he'd add Cameron Grimes, 
Jessamy Dukes, Dave Mastiff, Jazzy Gabert, and Eric Young. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I got one of those. Yeah. With uh with my list, I went with Eric Young, Cameron Grimes, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel, and Cassius Ono. I took it a little bit different and I uh I actually took besides one of my guys were all ex military. I got Lacey Evans, Montez Ford, EY, Lashley, and then uh the road dog is the mouthpiece or the manager of the group. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I I, I no. <laughs> I'm not going to shit all over it. I, I don't agree with anyone other than EY, but. Well, they're, they're all ex-military, so to me, it, I kind of stuck with that military theme. I don't think they have a military theme, though. I think they have more of a biker theme to them. And Lacey Evans, I mean, I, I get now it's not. It's not. God damn it, Jay. What the what the fuck did that desert do to you? You you know you missed me. You are sentineling it all up. Oh my god. God and I I really should have thought of that word before I fucking said it. You really genoed it. Um, no, I mean, I I I think uh, I think your your choices are definitely different. Um, I wouldn't go with Lacey Evans just because I would definitely keep it an all male group. Road Dog doesn't need to be relevant in any way, and Bobby Lashley sucks all around. So yeah, Bobby Lashley needs a mouthpiece or something. He's good in the ring. I just hearing him talk is like nails on a chalkboard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His voice doesn't match his body. No. No, no, it, not at all. It's like uh, it's like that goofy sketch a tune motherfucker from uh, Grown Ups Two. <laughs> as long as Lana's not there, I don't care. Oh god, fuck her. That whole that whole storyline is driving me nuts. Yeah. I don't know what what they've done with it since uh, TLC, but. Oh, uh, she, I, I believe she allowed him to propose to her, which we're going to dive oh. into that. Yeah, so we're going to dive into the Raw results here real quick and everything. Um, Raw got kicked off with uh, Seth Rollins and AOP coming out. Seth Rollins is introducing AOP to the Raw universe, the Duddy universe, which I think they kind of understand who AOP is. And explained that he did what he did because people questioned his leadership, even though he... Did what was right, not what was uh, popular. And he blamed Kevin Owens for being the reason. Kevin Owens, pretty much Kevin Owens' fault for uh, being, you know, attacked and shit because of how he acted. Uh, one of my favorite matches of the night, the Viking Raiders took on Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, the OC, in a non-title match where the OC picked up a win, which I think in proper rules uh, gives them normal con- number one contendership, and especially being the greatest tag team in the world. Uh, as a clean win? Uh, yes and no. Um, obviously, uh, there was interference from the outside guy who wasn't a legal man, but they did pick up the win. I, I think that, I think the best way they did it, uh, it, this, um, kept both, uh, teams like, uh, validated and shit as like, you know, powerful dudes. Look at Strong. Yeah. Uh, Rowan's had another squash match, uh, still that whole cage thing. Um, Nothing special. It's stupid. I fucking hate it. Bobby Lashley proposes to Lana. Lana had the ring, gave it to Bobby, said, I'm going to let you propose to me. You fucking did it. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> there was a gauntlet match that they had here for a number one contendership for the United States Championship. Uh, all in all, it was good. Um... I'm trying to fucking find my notes here for, uh, so our truth and Dazawa started out. Our truth got eliminated. Uh, following that ricochet came out, eliminated Tozawa. Hardy came out. Uh, ricochet eliminated him. Berto Carrillo came out, eliminated ricochet. Andrade came out. And uh, DDT'd Umberto on the outside, resulting in a no contest. 
Um, Which I, I'm actually I'm liking that they're doing these gauntlet matches more and more. The gauntlet match is a good match. I I, I enjoy a good gauntlet. Yeah, but I see, and that's the thing too. Like I always saw, like I didn't think this was supposed to be like a. I don't think these are technically called gauntlet matches, right? Because I mean, back in the Attitude Era, when they did gauntlet matches, usually one guy versus everyone, and they would go until the one person lost. I mean, isn't this more of um like a? I forgot what the fucking name of it is, but like some kind of like shake up or mix up fucking match or something like that. I can't fucking remember what it is, but I didn't think it was a gauntlet match anymore. I thought it was one person versus like, like when Triple H faced the Spirit Squad. Yeah, I think those were the uh, gauntlet hell matches or something. Something Vince McMahon did to punish those people who were really messing with him at the time and stuff like that. So I think that, but I think the true gauntlet match is what we're seeing nowadays. I gotcha. Um, after Andrade DDT'd uh, Umberto, he was uh, stretchered out. Rey Mysterio went out there to help him. And at that point, Seth Rollins came out, pretty much attacked him, and said, you know, you helped, you tried to help Kevin Owens. It didn't work and everything. Left Rey um, standing, which is kind of weird because um, it seems like Seth is getting a lot of uh, – TV time, but not doing much with it, other than just kind of like talking, like, well, you know, you should listen to me, but you didn't. Now I'm just going to do this shit. I, it just fucking. So we're getting that best for business, Seth, again? It seems like, it seems like we're getting like, uh, Evolution Triple H. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Asuka took on, if I pronounce her name right, Diana Perrazzo. Uh, NXT, NXT star. Oh. Yeah. Asuka picked up the win. Uh, it was a nice kind of like setup match and everything. I believe, uh, Asuka might be taking on Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble. Uh, obviously there was a, um, um, oh God, fucking, uh, what the fuck, Kyrie, uh, yeah. had a concussion from TLC. Obviously didn't clear for Raw, but. I, I did, I did read some stuff about that. How they pushed her under the rings to keep her out of the action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw that uh, cell phone video. I thought that was pretty cool. That uh, obviously there's whereabout and should kind of keep her safe. Uh, following the match, uh, Becky had an interview. She said that uh, she didn't lose in a singles match, but uh, she was put into a tag team match to bury her and hold her down. Um, she was put there to protect her because she was Golden Goose now, blah, blah, blah. Talked about Asuka beating her, though, in fact, the Empress of Tomorrow had had her number every time they've competed against each other. Whatever. <laughs> Becky Lynch, she's just fucking Seth Rollins with a vagina. <laughs> yeah, I'll fucking say it. I'll fucking say it. I got no, I got no fucking shame. No shame. No fucking shame. Uh, Randy Orton and AJ Styles uh, faced off on the main event, which... I kind of wish this was at the TLC, but was whatever. it good? It was all right. It was. I mean, my match of the night is a tag team match, um, but this one was pretty good. It's, you know, we've seen Orton and AJ face each other before, and Orton picked up the win again uh, cleanly. Uh, I don't know. That's about it. Raw wasn't too exciting. Unfortunately, it hasn't been a fucking dirty NXT has. Love yeah. this NXT show. And um yeah, dive into the results here in a minute. But before I do, I just want to remind all of you guys that we have fucking merchandise. Merch. Fucking merch. And if you guys pay attention to our social media, we released our new logo for JFW early. Oh, it's so sweet. It's our Christmas gift to you guys. Not only is it released as our new logo that is on all our social media, but it's also released in the uh, the merchandise store at tpublic.com. Ooh. Yeah. That's, yeah. You can get on anything. Oh, yeah. Everything you can imagine. T-shirts. Yep. Hoodie. Cups. Hoodies. Cell phone cases. Mm-hmm. Tapestries. Tapestries. Fucking wall art. 
fucking wall art. Pillows. Yeah, but I mean, even though, you know, we're pushing the new logo, the old logo is still available there. The Dizzle J Mr. 33% shirt is still uh, there, as well as the Travesty Dizzle J for President 2020 themed shirt is also available there. All you got to do is go to TeePublic, that's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C dot com, search JFW, pick the logo you like, and choose what type of merchandise you want on there. Stickers, pins, magnets, everything like that. You can get any of our logos available on any merchandise that's available at tpublic.com just by searching JFW. Again, a freak net market. Yes. Um, NXT by far uh, best wrestling of the week, which has kind of been like that for a long time now, uh, especially since they started on USA back in October. NXT opened up with uh, Finn Balor and Adam Cole uh, for the NXT Championship. Uh, very good. Uh, wasn't a big fan of how it ended, but, I mean, Finn Balor was pretty close to picking up the victory against Adam Cole until uh, Johnny Gargano came out, uh, distracted him, and then, obviously, Adam Cole picked up the win. Uh, Gargano ended up beating Val- uh, Balor with a chair until he ran off. Not a huge fan of it. I would rather have seen a clean win, but at the same time, I kind of protect both characters and made them still kind of like, you know, huge. It's going to set a three-way dance is what it sounds like. You know, I'm going to guess more of, because uh, the next uh, NXT TakeOver is in Portland, Oregon in March, I believe, which I don't see why they're not having a TakeOver for the Royal Rumble. So unless I, I saw... Maybe they did. I, I know I saw Portland, Oregon, and I th- Portland, Oregon, and I thought it said March, but maybe I looked at the dates wrong. But I'm gonna assume the next um, takeover pay per view. I'm gonna assume it's gonna be a five way with uh, with Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, Finn Balor, Gargano, and Cole. I think that'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, great match, obviously. Adam Cole, Finn Balor put out a really good match. Killian Dane had a match with Damian Priest. Uh, Damian went in with some uh, cracked ribs from the uh, guy was it the fucking War Games NXT War Games pay per view. Yep. Priest picked up the victory. Uh, very very hard hard fought match. Never really been sold on Damian Priest, but uh, I'm kind of starting to come around on him. I don't get the archery gimmick, but whatever. Yeah, so I don't get the archery gimmick either. Yeah. Kushida took on Cameron Grimes, kind of a uh, grudge match from uh, Cameron Grimes attacking Kushida at the NXT uh, developmental. Grimes ended up picking up the win, which they say this is probably the the victory of his career as Kushida was uh, said to be the biggest signing in NXT history. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they mentioned that multiple times. Io Shirai took on Santana Garrett. Shirai picked up the victory against Garrett. Uh, the moonsault wasn't as cool as it normally is. i got to say I'm kind of disappointed in it. But I think it was kind of a filler thing just to get Io some uh, some FaceTime on TV. Wasn't really the greatest match. Pete Dunne took on Travis Banks, uh, two uh, British guys, UK guys. Dunn picked up the victory. Uh, Banks almost kind of won, but uh, Pete Dunn is fucking Pete Dunn. Which I didn't see much uh, finger manipulation from Pete Dunn in this in this match. Really? That's unusual. Yeah. 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 And then obviously the main event, we had uh, NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler taking on Rhea Ripley. Obviously Baszler's uh, friends are out there and end up getting ejected because they got involved. And Rhea Ripley picked up the victory and was hoisted on the shoulders of all of her fans. It was a really cool um, scene to watch. And I believe uh, Baszler held that title for over 400 days. But, yeah, Baszler is also the only two-time women's NXT champion, I believe. Yeah. I guess it kind of depends how you want to look at it, though. Like, do you consider... Well, no, I, I guess, no, you're right. Because Rhea Ripley also was UK champion. But I guess they would be considered two different titles, right? Yes. Yeah. So now all she has to do is when SmackDown are wrong, she can hold all four women's championships. 
Right. I think if anybody could do it, Rhea Ripley could definitely do it. Oh, God, yeah. God, yeah. Uh, but you want to take over and uh, do uh, AEW? Uh, well, I got Impact pulled up. <laughs> when, when is when is Impact? Is that Wednesdays? Imp- is that, Impact, is that... Impact is on Tuesday nights on oh, Access Tuesday. TV. Gotcha. Well, we should on Impact first, then. Yeah, I was happy okay. to hear about NXT. Okay. Yeah, so, let's not, yeah, uh, go do Impact, and then uh, we'll do uh, AEW. So it's now Dash, Dashwood versus Jordan Grace open up the show. Uh, that'd be a pretty decent match, it sounds like. Uh, Jordan Grace had to pick up the win. If you haven't checked out Jordan Grace yet, a female rhino comes to mind. Uh, both women shake hands. Oh yeah, she's a beast, bro. <laughs> both women shake hands. Taya Valkyrie comes out from the back and attacks Grace. Dashwood comes back out in the ring and helps Grace take Valkyrie out. Uh, Moose steps out of the elevator, comes face to face with Rhino. He tells Rhino he's sorry that his gore had no effect on Rob Van Dam. Why these two are still relevant is beyond me. The <laughs> the way his spirit did, Rhino attacks Moose. Uh, a lot of backstage action looks like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, next up was the TJP with Falaba versus Daga. Uh, TJP, we're also we're all familiar with. Daga's relatively new to the scene. Uh, the winner is TJP. The Desi Hit Squad comes out, attacks TJP. And Ba, Ba's, Fala Ba is like a, a sumo type of character. Yeah, I, uh, I actually, uh, first saw, you remember when I was telling you about that YouTube wrestling show? Like, yeah. uh, GTS? Yeah. He wrestled on that. Oh, nice. Yeah, he actually, uh, fucking, um, God. What the fuck is that guy from TNA? The Jersey Shore guy. Robbie E. Robbie E. He also wrestled on GTS. Actually, uh, fucking, um, oh, God, that one woman, um, uh, I can't remember her name. Rosa? I can't remember. No, no, no. It was, um, she, uh, she has the face paint on her face for, like, the Day of the Dead. Oh, Rosemary. Not Rosemary, no, 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 no. I I can't remember. It's it's not important though. But I want to say she wrestles. Uh, oh fuck, now I can't remember where she fucking wrestles. It doesn't matter. We'll move on. All right, next up was <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just wasting fucking time here. Now. <laughs> Rich Swan with Willie Mack versus Ethan Page and Josh with with Josh Alexander. Mm-hmm. Uh, winner by disqualification was Ethan Page. Uh, Mack got involved. So that's what happened there. Yeah. Moose and Rhino continue brawling on backstage. Uh, next up is Joey Ryan versus AC Romero. Um, I'm familiar with Joey Ryan, not so much with AC. Winner was Ryan. Uh, backstage, Testa gets interviewed. Asks Testa if she's nervous about Sammy Callahan. <laughs> Blanche says she's not worried about what Callahan's going to say. Then we have Ace Austin versus Petey Williams, which I, I do like that Petey Williams has made a comeback. Yeah. You know, the originator of the Canadian Destroyer. Uh, Ace Austin wins. After the break, Callahan's going to expose Blanchard. Do Callahan makes his way down the ring. He is about to expose Blanchard. Says he's a, she's a fake and a phony, just like all of her fans. The fans chant, test is, test is better. Callahan, Callahan doesn't understand why. Fans like, look, what the fuck? <laughs> doesn't understand why fans look at their matches, the intergender match. He says he sees her as another wrestler that he would spit on. He says the only reason Blanchard rose to the top is because of her family. Callahan, on the other hand, had to claw his way to the top. Oh, Jesus. It's you like the same kind of... No, go ahead. It's the same kind of shit that you hear all the time, like with the 
the Charlotte Flares and yeah, what you call it? Yeah. Well, it's weird because like, didn't he just like praise her and shit for like the match that they had like with each other, and now they're kind of like doubling back? Yeah, and, and it's shitty writing. I won't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's switch over to AEW now. Uh, the Lucha Brothers defeated Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been getting a lot of flack for the way Kenny Omega's been being booked, but pretty yeah, sure I, he has a hand in booking <laughs> himself. Yeah, I was uh, I was reading an article about how uh, oh no, it was on Facebook. Like like they're saying like all of you guys are bitching about the way Kenny Omega's booked, just like you were gonna bitch because he was just he was booked he was gonna be booked the same way in WWE or some shit like that. Right. Like, I think they're I think they're fo- focusing more on like Moxley and shit than they are with Kenny Omega. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think Moxley's a bigger draw, to be honest. Over Omega. Uh, yeah. Ooh. In the U.S. market, Omega's still place. relatively new to the U.S. market. He comes from New Japan. Yeah. I'm not an AEW guy, man. So I mean, I, I believe I believe you. That, that's just my opinion. Yeah, no, uh, it, it, and it could be valid. I mean, like you, you sit there. I mean, regardless of who Moxley is, he he's Dean Ambrose. Right. And also, I mean, he's gonna have that fan base no matter what. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I mean, he had a decent fan base before he was Ambrose. Uh, Darby Allen and Cody defeat the Butcher and the Blade. Not too sure who the Butcher and the Blade are. They're new. They're new. I believe they made their debut a couple weeks ago, yeah. Uh, the match is labeled a B minus. Awesome Kong defeated Miranda Alvarez via pinfall. Jungle Boy lasted 10 minutes with Chris Jericho. I guess he wasn't supposed to. They got a A match. Hmm. Chris Stratlander defeated Britt Baker via pinfall. That was a B minus. STU defeated the Young Bucks via pinfall for the AEW Tag Team Championship. And that's it. Hmm. So, without having really watched this stuff, it, it's hard. I don't want to read everything that I wrote here because that was really? boring. Nah, I get what you're saying, man. It yeah. it it's just it's just of giving updates. I mean, we're not we're not here to fucking you know broadcast news and shit yet. Not yet. Once we get too famous and this becomes a daily fucking show, that's when we'll worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, SmackDown uh, aired last night, obviously, from when we're recording this and shit, but um. Uh, the show opened up with Daniel Bryan uh, talk, coming out, talking about his new hairstyle, his new hairdo, and shaved and all that stuff. You know, thanking Bray Wyatt for turning him into the guy who first came to WWE, and he looks to pay him back. Miz came out and said that he wants another shot at Bray Wyatt. Corbin came out and interrupted them because he's fucking King Corbin, and that means very little to anybody. Yeah, he's annoying. Yeah. First match of the uh, night, we had um, Miracle on 34th Street fight with Revival taking on Heavy Machinery. Uh, Heavy Machinery just being who they are. Uh, Picked up the the victory against Revival. Yeah, they're they're pretty much barren to fucking Revival again. (laughs) 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 I mean... Well, I mean, there was an article that read that they're fucking changing their gimmick up again, uh, their shit and everything, which I want to dive into uh, when we do our final freaking thought because I got a question about it. But Sonya Deville took uh, Kamala on in a singles match. Kamala picked up the victory by submission, which I think making Deville tap out, who is an MMA fighter, uh, kind of discredits her a little bit. Yeah. 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 New Day, Kofi Kingston, and Big E taking on Shisuke Nakamura and Cesaro on a tag team match. New Day picked up the victory by a pinfall. Bailey with Sasha took on Dana Brooks. 
Uh, and then Lacey Evans versus Sasha Banks. I'm oh, excuse me. Uh, Bailey to fear Brooks by pinfall. Evans uh, versus Banks goes to a double countout. So I guess it was like one match following the other. Which I I I I'm still kind of confused on what they're doing with Lacey Evans. Because I thought she was doing pretty good as a heel, and now they're really kind of making her into a face. I, I you know I, I wasn't I'm not. 100% sold on her. So yeah. I'll wait to see what happens. <laughs> uh, Daniel Bryan and The Miz uh, are taking on King Corbin and Dolph Ziggler. Miz and uh, Bryan picked up the victory against them uh, via submission. And that wrapped up the uh, SmackDown episode. <laughs> Let's see. There were some notes here. Oh, looks like the show ended early. Tag match fell rushed. Bryan and Miz just played. Uh, Played up to their issues well, but smack on bullshit. Anyway, I, I don't like that those two are friends though. I'm okay with it. I think I love I love those two at each other's throat. Well, you don't get what uh, you always want there, bro. Yeah, if I did, it'd be WWE would be way better than what it is. Yeah, well they listen to what we're saying, so just give it time. I'll be fine. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, <laughs> huge fans of the show. Yeah, scoping our ideas. Motherfuckers. Guys, December 21st, tonight, Saturday, December 21st, SCW Christmas Bash returns to the Clifton Commerce Center uh, for wrestling fun. Uh, doors open at 6, bell time's at 7. Tickets are $12 at the door. If you have a chance to make it to Genesis Martial Arts, Fit Body U, or Glassworks down in Bourbon A, before the show, I do believe they probably saw some available for $10. SCW is teaming up with a local charity once again to bring toys to children. So if you have any brand new unwrapped toys that you'd like to drop off, please bring them to the show and they'll get them to the children in need before the holiday season. Also, dry and canned foods are also. Uh, uh, accepted if you wanted to bring any of them with you as well. <clears throat> I was going to match card, as I mentioned last week. I actually went through the card last week, and we're going to go over again now that Jay is here and present with us. Just give our predictions and feelings on who we think are going to win some matches, especially since there's been an update to one of the matches um, since I released the show last week up until now. So I'm excited to kind of give that update here as well. But um, Cody Jones, who's a newcomer to SCW, is going to be taking on Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler? What did I say? No, not fucking Cutler. What the fuck is Cutler's first name? Nick Nick Cutler? Nick Cutler. Who the fuck is Jay Cutler? I have no idea. That's the Football guy, right? Old, is he a fucking quarterback? There we go. Nick Cutler. Holy shit. So Cody Jones uh, is taking on Nick Cutler. I, I pick Cutler. Yeah. Well, with Cody Jones being a new guy and everything, it's kind of hard to determine what kind of guy he is. Right. Um, uh, we have Elite Payne, which I believe is going to be, uh, I think it's Mark, Marco and um, Maverick, are going to put the SCW Tag Team Championships on the line against new ARW Tag Team Champions, the modern-day sharpshooters. That's be a great chance for the modern day sharpshooters to get all the gold. Right? Fucking, fucking. I, I don't know. What, what the hell would you call them? Modern day two belts? Sharpshooters? Modern day two belts. Modern day two belts? Quad belts. Yeah. I'm going to go with Elite Payne, though. I, I'll go with the sharpshooters. I don't know. They seem to be on quite a roll. Yeah. Santana Starks taking on Angus McDuff. Ooh. Gotta go Angus. Yeah, I, I have to go Angus. Fucking gotta go Angus. Alright. Even though he's not that cool, still gotta go Angus. Uh, Outfit. <laughs> yeah. Another newcomer to SCW, Zach Hendricks, is taking on Genesis Champion, the Sheik, for the Genesis Championship. I'm gonna go Sheik. Sheik? I'll go Sheik. Willie the Bomb is taking on JPH in a singles match. Ooh. I'm going Willie. Ooh. Just for the sake of argument, I'll go JPH. Okay. 
Uh, That's a hard one, though. Yeah. Quite possibly the match of the night, we have Hudson taking on Jake Andrews from the family. Oh, hot damn. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually upset I'm going to miss this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to go Andrews. You know, I'm going to go Andrews, too, and I think it's really um, with the family being there, Charlie and um, Ivan and all them, I think they're going to have him in the court. Now, unless, a, uh, unless ARW, you know, brings some guys out with them, or if um, Hudson's Hackney partner's out there with him, kind of watch his back as well. Uh, it's going to be a numbers game match, definitely, but I think these are one of the two biggest uh, stars in the uh, Midwest currently, outside of JPH, I think uh, those are the two guys I I think are going to put on probably the greatest show. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, new and current SCW Women's Champion Casey Dillon is uh, putting the title on the line against Paloma Star. I hope Paloma Star wins. You do? Oh, anyway. I do. I'm going to go to Casey. Uh, I think I think not as she has the gold, she's going to uh, be more of a uh, Hellraiser, if you will, than uh, she, than she has Johnny Wild out there. That's true. Oh God. Okay, main event time. Max Holiday's taking on Hunter Payne, as announced by current SCW president Sentinel. Um, he is allowing Max Holiday to fight for his championship. So oh, I mean, it's just it's a, it's, fuck yeah. Which it's it's weird to think like who fucking told Sentinel to do that because that's not yeah. a that's not a Sentinel idea. No, it wasn't a Sentinel <laughs> idea, man. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Mm. It keeps growing like yeast. I don't know. Does it rhyme with yeast? It might rhyme with yeast. Hmm. New shirt idea. Keast infection. Keast infection. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, God. But, yeah, no, he, um, Seno released a video uh, earlier this week as he sat there in a rocking chair next to the Christmas tree wearing what seems to be his wife's robe. Um, made the announcement that he is making the main event for, between Hunter Payne and Max Holiday for the SCW Heavyweight Championship. Uh, and then he blathered on about some bullshit about uh, possibly restraining Hunter's son, which uh, I don't blame him because they're all a bunch of fucking animals as it is. So, um, I'm gonna be upset. That I'm gonna miss this. I and I and I was at the wrestling school and I was talking to uh, the the potential newest member of uh, the SCW crew. And uh, we're just talking about how much it sucks that uh, I don't think I've been to an indie show since September. Yeah, it's been a while for us. Yeah. But um, I mentioned it last week. I'll mention it again this week. Um, Season three is coming up uh, here in about about four weeks. I think we got three or four more episodes of uh, season two to wrap up here. Um, but when we wrap, when we dive into our newest season, uh, there is potential that we're going to have a third guest or third host of uh, JFW here. So stay tuned. Uh, it's a huge uh, surprise. Dizzle J doesn't even know who it is. Uh, yeah, I don't even know who it is. Dizzle J doesn't even know who the fuck it is. That's because he only has 33% control of this company. <laughs> what? Well, uh, well. What? No. Uh, no, potentially we're going to have a new host. Uh, I'm excited. I think you guys are going to enjoy this uh, this person. And I think it's going to bring a different aspect um, to the to the podcast that I think we have been missing for some time. So super excited for that. Hopefully everything kind of falls into place and works out the way it should. And then we have that super exciting. Another thing that we have that you guys should really look into that you should be super excited about is that we are on Patreon. If you guys don't know what Patreon is, it is a website where uh, we set up tiers for uh, available gifts and additional content and stuff like that. You guys can sign up and help contribute to the podcast on a monthly basis to help us um, 
grow. It's pretty much you becoming a sponsor of the podcast. And if you go to patreon.com backslash JFW podcast right now, you check out all the tiers and they range anywhere from a dollar to $15 a month. It's a monthly subscription, and with each tier, you get something new, you get something different, and as you go up in tiers, you get something more. Uh, I talked to a couple of um, local independent wrestler, wrestlers and stuff like that, and um, depending on how well we do on the Patreon, there may be some behind-the-scene um, interviews with uh, uh, independent wrestling legends. So that may be something we're adding in there. I mean, we also have the, the watch along uh, content uh, podcast too, where you could uh, sit back and watch a WWE Network uh, pay per view as you put it on mute and listen to mine and Dizzle J's uh, commentary and stuff to the pod uh, to the uh, yeah to the pay per view through the uh, those additional content podcasts, as well as uh, some like behind the scene dark match storyline podcasts. Additional content that's only available through Patreon. So a lot of additional content over there, as well as shout-outs and everything on the podcast on a weekly basis. Like we shout-out Becca and Brandy, who are our current Patreons, and we appreciate everything that they do for us on a monthly basis. Um, you guys get shout-outs on your birthdays. You get shout-outs uh, on our social media. And uh, we do have the $15 a month uh, Patreon tier, and that's more for like businesses who are looking to get uh, additional sponsorships and um, more uh, – uh, what the fuck am I thinking of, Jay? Get your name out there more. There we go. Advertisement. Thank you. But again, it's cheap. Anything from a dollar to thirteen dollars. Check out the tiers. See which one uh, best fits you, and see how much how much you're able to help out the podcast. Because your contributions helped our podcast grow. Check out patreon.com backslash JFW podcast today. Be an investor. Be an investor. Because not only do you help out us, you help out Freaknet Studios. Yeah, definitely. Fuck yeah. You help out the gray area. You help out this freaking show, the three-tiered po- podcasts that are developing this uh, new network where we got to start putting out video content, hopefully starting in 2020. 2020, make your podcast great again. All right. We got a lot of shit going on, Jay. Oh, man. So much shit. I honestly cannot wait to be back. So. <clears throat> All right. Man, you've been, it, it seems like you've been gone for fucking ever. Tell me about it. <laughs> um, now, one of the biggest things I do want to mention, uh, I mentioned over on this freaking show. Uh, this freaking show, we're taking a two-week break uh, for the holidays and everything, but JFW is sticking around. We're not going anywhere for, uh, throughout the holidays. We're going to commit and get through this because we – it's like I said, I think we got three episodes that we still got to do, including this one, so maybe only two more. But, um, Jay, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell everybody about uh, your pick of the week. So pick of the week, I went ahead and I did uh, Skater Blazer versus Rhea Ripley. With uh, if, you've, if you've been listening so far, you already know what happened, but check it out. These mm-hmm. are two of the baddest bitches around at the moment. So oh, yeah. it'll be up tomorrow at some point. <laughs> I gotta get to my. I, I well, I had to download that new app to yeah. set uh, scheduled scheduled things, so now I can actually schedule mm-hmm. things to pop up. I got you. I, 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 I get you, man. Whatever. It's cool. I'm getting, uh, getting savvy with the uh, the old stock book. I mean, Facebook. <laughs> All right, guys. Over the last few weeks, we've been doing our top 100 uh, stars of the uh, current uh, wrestling era, the current uh, past 2019. Um couple weeks ago we did 100 through 76 last week i went through 75 through 51 today we're gonna hit 50 through 26 uh so we're gonna start out number 50 is marty scroll which uh he's potentially gonna end up uh, at aew right is that uh is that what they're determining uh, he, he he made, he his, made his, his debut, debut. at and uh, he made his debut at nwa power over this past week also he's at nwa power really yeah. didn't go to aew huh I'm sh- I'm a little shocked that he didn't wind up in AEW or WWE. Yeah. Uh, number 49 is The Miz, uh, especially coming off of uh, that match with uh, Bray Wyatt uh, this past uh, week in TLC was pretty cool. Uh, 48, we have Pac. Yeah, Pac um, is just, he's just a ridiculous fan in the ring. 
Yeah. And it's cool that he finally found his way over to AEW. I know they had like kind of dispute uh, earlier with him not wanting to lose or some shit. Uh, that not the past, not this past. Um, that was a. Uh, it wasn't all out, all in, right? Double or nothing, wasn't it? I can't fucking remember. I thought it was all in where he was having an issue about like not wanting to lose or some shit like that. Like last year's, not this year's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, forty-seven. We have Hangman Page. 46, R-Truth, who's like the fucking 97-time 24-7 champion or some shit. 45, we got Drew McIntyre. 44, Randy Orton. 43, Tony Nese. 42, I don't know if you want to call him Johnny Impact, John Morrison, or however fucking want to refer to him. Uh, he's Johnny officially signed with Johnny Morrison. Johnny Nitro. Uh, right now, he uh, he is officially signed to WWE. I don't think they made a determination on where they're going to use him yet. Um, Hopefully, he, he gets to go to NXT. <laughs> I wouldn't mind fucking that. That'd be fucking cool. Maybe even NXT UK. Fuck it. 41, we got uh, Tyler Bates. 40, Pete Dunne, which now that I'm thinking about more, I wouldn't mind seeing Pete Dunne a little bit higher. Especially uh, some of the top matches, the big matches he's been having recently. Uh, Will Ospreay is at 39. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Will Ospreay, bro? Uh, Will Ospreay is one of those guys. He's in New Japan currently. He's, I don't even want to say he's an up-and-comer. He's he's there. He's one of the top guys. Very technical. Off the ropes. He He's going to be a legend, if not already. Legendary. I suggest Googling him, YouTube him. I believe I've picked a couple of his matches for the match of the years. Yeah. Number 38, we got Braun Strowman. 37, Charlotte Flair. 36, Kevin Owens. 35, uh, we have another tag team, the Lucha Bros. 34, Buddy Murphy. And uh, God, I fucking love Buddy Murphy. Yeah. That fucking guy. I I wish he had a longer title reign as cruiserweight champion, but um I think I think this story that they're doing with him and Alistair Black, they I think they have a so many fucking matches ahead of them. Be well with those. I think they have so many excellent matches ahead of them too. Yeah. Uh, thirty three. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, thirty three. Uh, I want to say if I read correctly, uh, former NWA champion Nick Aldis. I'm not sure, you know. I'm like I said, past two weeks I've been been kind of crazy for me. Yeah, I want to say he lost the title to some 47 year old Mountie or some shit. I don't fucking remember. Oh, some, he, oh he did, he did. Yeah. I, I, uh, some French or something. Yeah. PCO, PCO or PCU. I remember. I don't remember what they call him though. Yeah. Number 32, we got uh, what the fuck is that? SCU, SoCal, something. So call you. There we go. Uh, 31, Shinsuke Nakamura, the current uh, Intercontinental Champion. 30, we got the Velveteen Dream, which we haven't seen since uh, he got attacked by Dennis Spudier. 29, Andrade. Oh, yeah. yeah. 29, Andrade. Uh, we've seen a lot of his feud with Umberto Carrillo, which I wonder if we even have Umberto Carrillo on our list. Yeah, we did. You know, I noticed we didn't have Angel Garza on here. Um, Say that again. I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he's he's still relatively fresh to us. Anyway. To NXT, yeah. 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 Uh, 28, we have Aleister Black, which we mentioned uh, him with uh, Buddy Murphy. A great match at TLC. Finished it with a busted fucking nose. Yeah, at least the bust of those. Yeah. Uh, 27, we have Ricochet, which uh, ever since he got moved up to the main roster has been relevant for, uh, for quite some time, especially being part of, like, you know, Survivor Series um, teams and just uh, even that gauntlet match this past Raw. And wrapping up this week at number 26, we have Finn Balor. I love the the heel side of Finn Balor so much. I think that's that's a fresh air. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. Prince Balor. 
Yeah. Hi guys, next week we're on. What's up? I wonder if he'll still do the demon. I don't know. I don't know if he'd ever go back to Dev. Is it David or Devit? Never Maybe. I don't know. It'll be cool to see. Guys, next week we're going to wrap up uh, the top 25. Uh, if you've been keeping track of our lists and everything, and you guys think we fucked up somewhere, please comment and leave us uh, a suggestion on Facebook or Twitter or even here on Podbean if you're listening to it on Podbean. I will tell you how you're wrong. Fuck yeah. Or a good chance we'll probably tell you how you know it makes more sense. You know, tell us where we're wrong, but justify your answer. This would be like, oh, God, you know, fucking Buddy Murphy should be number one because, you know, you guys don't know what you're fucking talking about. That's some fucking bullshit that I won't listen to. I'm just going to say you're adorable and move the fuck on. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> guys, make sure you tell all of your friends uh, who are wrestling fans today. You can find us every single week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Podbean just by searching Just Freak Wrestling or the JFW Podcast. And we're also on social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Just Freakin' Wrestling or JFW Podcast. One of the goals I try to shoot for at this freaking show, and I want to try to shoot for it here as well, is we are about halfway to 500 likes on our Facebook page. And I really want to hit that. So let your friends know about the podcast, where they can listen to it, but also to follow us on Facebook where they can see the this is Jay's picks of the week, our freaking five, as well as when the shows are released. They get notifications, everything, just by following us on Facebook. Let's hit that 500 mark on Facebook because that will be huge for us. And if we can hit 500, maybe we'll do some kind of giveaway or something like that. We've had generous Ooh. gifts uh, given to us from uh, PPW. Uh, they've been they sent us a couple of things, a care package kind of thing of some PPW merchandise. Um, we could we'll be more than welcome to share that with you. Or maybe we'll have some JFW merch that we may have handy that we could uh, send out to a winner of a raffle or something like that. So get us to 500 likes on Facebook and let's see what we can do about maybe getting some kind of a giveaway or something to our uh, our followers from that point. That's awesome. Yeah. Jay, let's uh, dive into the final freaking thought here. All you right. First to me. I'm, you know what? I'll, I'll go first since you carry the show. All right, go ahead. Uh, so after her loss, does Baszler move to the main roster? If you even call it the main roster anymore? I, yeah. No, I, I think she will. I, I think it has to do something with Ronda Rousey, too. Uh, I, th- I think I think Baszler and Rousey are gonna end up uh, running for the tag team titles. There's been a lot of rumors about Rousey coming back. Yeah, I've, I've been seeing those. Yeah, and I know like a lot of people are like really into NXT and like wanting to stay, but they keep bringing in new people. Somehow you're gonna be oversaturated with too many fucking women's wrestlers. So I think her moving over to the main roster, um, possibly more on a Raw. Uh, aspect, I think her facing like Becky Lynch would be pretty cool. So I, 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 th- I think her, may, maybe somewhere around the Rumble, she may end up over at Raw. Hey. Yeah. I Do you think she should stay in NXT? No, I, I think the the smart thing for her to do would be to move up. I honestly think at some point in time you're going to see more women's matches on Raw and SmackDown than you will men's. Yeah. Uh, WWE um, might revamp the Revival tag team and turn them into a clumsy comedic relief type uh, tag team. What's your oh, thoughts on that? Yeah. That's a fail. All right. Yeah, because they got the B team. What do you need them for? Yeah. Well, they were talking about last week when um, Dash Wilder fell. That uh, it wasn't an accident. He did it intentionally because they're going to try to turn him into some kind of clumsy gimmick. That's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. What was <laughs> your favorite match at TLC? Buddy Murphy and Aleister Black. No doubt match of the night. Yeah, the close uh, second was that tag team. The New Day versus Revival? No, uh, Charlotte. Oh, the main event. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, the only problem I had with that match is just, it seemed like 
and I you, I you can't you can't say that you know they were nervous because they've been main eventing a lot of pay per views since like last year. Um, I think they just went too quick. I don't know if like they were running short on time and they wanted to try to get all their stuff in, but there were a lot of mistakes that caused you know Kyrie Sane to get injured. I think there was one point where Becky threw a a um a fucking uh screen or something off of uh. The table and a smack scene in the fucking head. Jeez. But um, it was a good match. I, I'm not going to take anything away from that. It was a good match, especially with Sane, you know, going through what looks like to be a concussion through a majority of it. Um, the New Day versus Revival was a great match. Daniel Bryan taking on Bray Wyatt was actually a pretty good match, too, because we got to see Bray Wyatt, not The Fiend. Right. That was um, weird. Yeah. But, I mean... Hands down, the best match I think on it was definitely Aleister Black and Buddy Murphy. I think it was kind of a sleeper oh, one. I think people were gonna. I think people, some people thought uh, saw it as like a, like a, like a filler, and it actually really brought uh brought out the best of both guys in that move, uh, that match. Where I think you're gonna see it again and possibly the Royal Rumble, maybe into a bigger aspect of what to do there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Killer Cross might be on his way to WWE. Well, that's interesting. I, I had just read that Impact and him part ways, and he does not have a no com no e clause. Yeah. And WWE did just sign his current girlfriend too. Oh shit. Yeah, Scarlett Madeau. Hmm. Yeah, true. But I I enjoy Killer Cross, especially if they let him keep that that character feel to him, mm-hmm. that hit that hitman type of feel, like the the video game, not Bret Hart. Yeah, the best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. What? Yeah. <laughs> What's your next one? Uh, would you come back if you were Edge? You were cleared. Yes. Yes, I would. I don't think he went out the way he wanted to. I think he Did thought he retire that... as champ? Yeah, but it was... I don't think it was expected for where he wanted. I think he retired at, like, what, 34 years old or some shit like that? Yeah, he was young. Yeah. I, I, think, I think that if he could have, he would have went a little bit longer, and I think if he's cleared to wrestle... He would definitely take the opportunity to come back and do something. Now, I don't think he's going to be, you know, like a Seth Rollins, a Roman Reigns, you know, Adam Cole. But he could come back as like, and actually, uh, it's one of my questions here I wanted to have with you. um, The fantasy book Edge. What would you do with Edge if he came back? For me, I'd bring back Rated RKO. I think I would bring back Rated RKO for maybe a small run. Yeah, but I think that's all I would do with him. Now, I he's not Randy Orton, we're you know, because Randy Orton signed like what, like a five or seven year fucking long contract and shit like that. I just bring him back for like maybe like a like a one or two matches for like WrestleMania around the WrestleMania time, and you know, have a fucking WrestleMania match with like the OC versus like Rated RKO and some other guy, and maybe give them the tag titles or some shit for a little bit. I wouldn't keep them around for longer than a year, but to get some of that nostalgia out of the way, why the fuck not? I think if you're going to bring back for Edge for a WrestleMania match, to me it has to be Johnson. No, it doesn't. Stop it. <laughs> they had one of the greatest feuds ever. Stop it. Easy. Stop, right? Easy there, Liziana. Enough with uh... your... Nothing with your fucking John Cena <laughs> and shit. God damn it. You know, he his streak is broken, though. Good. He didn't do one pay-per-view this year. Yeah. Fun fact. John Cena didn't take any money for uh, appearing on Total Bellas. Really? Yeah. You know how useful that information is? Not at all. About as useful as his relevance in fucking 2019. Who gives a shit about John fucking Cena in the fucking wrestling business anymore? It's not Hulk Hogan, not The Rock, not Stone Cold Steve Austin. 
John Cena could just go the fuck away. Randy Orton needs to come back. Fucking have Randy Orton fucking face Seth Rollins. Why the fuck not? Becky Lynch insulted fucking Edge. Fucking you could have a you could have a fucking intergender match. You get fucking Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins take on Beth Phoenix and Edge. That'd oh, be that'd be a good WrestleMania match. Uh, your turn. What you got? Oh, was that one of your questions? Yeah, fantasy book edge. Okay. Uh, did you did you remember, did, I mean, did you just agree with me, or were you thinking like maybe RKO would be something worth it? Did you have another no, option besides I, him? I mean, I no, know you, I know I know you spewed that fucking Geno bullshit with fucking John Cena. Is that is that the best you got for him? I'm I'm sorry, I scrolled it. Okay. God, you fucking, you fucking eggplant that motherfucker. You better uh, squash that shit. I, I genoed it. Sorry. I took a geno. I want to make a new shirt for JFW where it's Sentinel's face on a butternut squash. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Your turn. A lot of rumors have been swirling around that Sting would come back for one match versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania. You know, I had a thought about this, and I want to do something with one of our shows next year. I want that match to happen, but I want that match to happen at an all-old-timers pay-per-view. Don't do it at fucking WrestleMania. But have a pay-per-view where you have all the fucking geriatrics fucking come back for a one-off pay-per-view, you can have Sting and The Undertaker, fucking DDP, bring back Shawn Michaels, maybe the fucking like a WWE Legends. Yeah, like That's a WWE crazy. Legends pay-per-view. That way, you know, it it doesn't interfere with anything going on at WrestleMania. It doesn't take away, you know, the spot of any other fucking people. It NWO think they can have one more fucking match because fucking Hulk Hogan wants another match at WrestleMania. Don't put him on fucking WrestleMania. Put him at this fucking old-timers, legends fucking pay-per-view show and just put on all the fucking fantasy matches that never happened. Throw them on there. You want to see Hulk Hogan versus Stone Cold Steve Austin? Fucking book it. But do that at a fucking pay-per-view that is not WrestleMania or fucking Survivor Series or anything else because it's just not fucking worth it to take away the time from a guy who bust their ass like Buddy Murphy and Aleister Black or Ricochet to sit there and say, oh, man, I'm sorry. I need fucking, you know, we need a match where Hulk Hogan goes over for six minutes on Heath Slater. <laughs> um, but speaking of old fucks, uh, Ric Flair's uh, contract in WWE is going to come up soon. There's rumor he may go to AEW. I believe it. Yeah. I, it's Ric Flair. If if he doesn't go to AEW just for at least a one off or something, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think he'll wrestle. But I think he'll be there in some kind of capacity. Yeah, he probably has to make another four horsemen. Ooh. Yeah. Another There's a. There's a four or five. A freaking four. <laughs> you can do a freaking five if you want to include the manager. There you go. Yeah. Which actually, that kind of segues into my last question. Here. You got any more questions? I do. I got one more. Go for it. I actually got two. I just thought of one. but Okay. Well, I also uh, have two. So. Pull one wrestler from a different company to win the Royal Rumble. Male or female. Brian Cage. Uh, everyone, Brian Cage. I think he'd be the most logical to end up in WWE that I think would could justify winning it. Yeah, coming right in off the bat. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone stated that he informed his family that no matter what. He never wants to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. So even if he dies and WWE contacts them, they are to say no. And it's all due to the fact that Eric Bischoff is not being inducted into the Hall of Fame along with the NWO. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't read all that part of the book. I was going to ask you about the same thing about Shabani not going there. Yeah. I think that's he, stupid. He says, he says an insult to Bischoff is just fucking Vince McMahon being a bully. And the fact that you would put uh, X-Pac in the NWO instead of Eric Bischoff is slap in the face and just another way to get at Eric Bischoff. Um, I think he's dumb. Eric's eventually going to go into the WWE Hall of Fame. I think he's going to go in as a producer or whatever the fuck it is, owner, uh, wrestling book or whatever. Uh, I do think it's dumb X-Pac is going into the NWO. I think it's just another way for uh, the click to have multiple rings. But um, I don't believe uh, X-Pac should be part of that induction. I think it should just be Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash. Because if you sit there and put X-Pac in, I mean, what's stopping you from fucking putting Virgil or Horace or Scott Steiner, Stevie Ray? Booker T. Right. Fucking Havoc or whatever the fucking Brutus Barber Beefcake called him fuck himself. You know? Or Conan. Lex Luger. Because he had Wolfpack now. Or Jeff Jarrett because he had NWO 2000. Sting. Right? The Million Dollar Man. IRS. All these fucking... And I just... I get... And I, I, I think it all comes down to the fucking click and just like, well, you know, we're going to put the fucking Nash and uh, Hall back in. They're going to have two rings. Triple H is eventually going by himself. He's going to get a second ring. And Shawn Michaels is there with DX and by himself. He's going to have two rings. Well, we can't have fucking Shawn Waltman just have one fucking ring. <laughs> yes, Hogan's going to have two rings. Yeah, Hogan's going to have two rings. Yeah, Ric Flair has two fucking rings. Bret Hart has two fucking rings. Why? And I still think it's bullshit that they put the Hart Foundation in there, but fucking Davy Boy Smith, Brian Pillman, and Owen Hart were not included in that. Well, Owen Hart, we know why he's not included, but I'll give you the other two. Yeah. It, It doesn't make sense. Um, I actually kind of just put both of my questions in there. But how do you feel about Xbox going in and not Bishop? I think that's it, it's stupid. Uh, Xbox, ah, there were, there was a lot more out out of the ring that I heard about him that would make me not put him in the Hall of Fame than there was about China. Yeah. Was it because he sucked China's dick? Probably because he beat her ass. <laughs> God, the world we fucking live in. What a fucking world. Uh, is that all your questions, Jay? That's all my questions. Awesome. Guys, I told you before, make sure you follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JFW. Tell your friends about it. And let them know that every Saturday they can find Just Freak Wrestling on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Podbean just by searching Just Freak Wrestling. Check out our merchandise at tpublic.com. Search JFW. T-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Search JFW. Make sure you check out our Patreon at patreon.com backslash jfwpodcast. Be a sponsor of the show and help us out to grow bigger. And thanks again to audible.com for being a sponsor. Go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet. Get your 30-day free trial plus your free credit. And that's all I got. Time to ring the bell on this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travesty. I am Dizzle J. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Peace.